podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. On today's show, we're going to be talking about one topic and one topic only. everyone and welcome back to another episode of the pod of two halves um lee's looking very anguished next to me you right yeah mate just rubbing my beard and uh, okay well this is probably going to be the last show we do for some time um because as you will have noticed listening to this show over the last what year and a half maybe longer than that about a year and a half i would say a bit, a bit over that um you'll know that predominantly I mean, we're not, you know, we're not politicians. We're not philosophers, as you know. We do dabble in talking about those things here and there. But we like, to say, we like to think we are. <laughs> fundamentally, we're a football podcast. Mm. And turns out, turns out when your source material, your muse, if you will, is no longer available, there's not much you can fucking talk about, is there? And the problem is, is that all sports news has been replaced by one piece of news, and that is, of course, the coronavirus. I've never called it the other name. Was it COVID-19? Or... Yeah, I've never COVID-19, called it that. yeah. I've never, ever called it that, ever. It's the first time I've ever said that word out loud. You spat on me a couple of times, mate, and, you know, given the current circumstances. I'm... Well, I am, I am working from home, mate. I am, I am isolated in my, in my house. I haven't been outside for seemingly several days now. Um... Going slightly crazy, I'm not going to lie to you. But at um, the same time, you're a lucky bastard because you have the option of working from home. I do have the option of working from home. The, um, it is my last day in my current job on Friday as well because I decided to try and get a new job <laughs> just before well, the pandemic. Pandemics, but... you know, in, in <laughs> recent times. Exactly. But I do have a new job, right? I have agreed a new job today. We're all good. It'll be fun to work from home for the first several months of it. To be but, honest, uh, yeah. I wasn't even aware of this. Uh, can, can you allude to what job you... Because you have plenty of offers. I have had You're a, a popular offers. man. I have had a few offers, yeah. But uh, no, I've nice. decided to take a job with... Um, it's basically a PR tech company. Uh, that one, yeah. In, uh, in, in, in Holborn. I love the area there. The, the people there seem very, very nice. I've had several conversations. It's all, it all seems quite, right, quite nice clients. A very different role than what I'm doing before. But we're not here to talk about me, Lee. Although I appreciate you... Asking me. It's, very, it's, only, it's good, it's, only, it's, it's, good. Only, it's positive news, isn't it? It only took a pandemic for you to ask me. Yeah? <laughs> we need, well, we need some positive news in the... Uh... We do need some positive news. Um, got a man over there that's a bit silent. Um, I'm still here, man. You're still, you're right there, buddy? How are, yeah, you, yeah. how are you getting on? Because right, let me set the scene, obviously. All right, there ain't no sport going on whatsoever. Me and Lee were meant to go home last weekend um, with Woods to go and see Moles and Jackson and all the rest of our pals because <clears throat> we have like a yearly kind of get together where wives, girlfriends, fucking babies, dogs all come together and we have a nice time. Um, that was off. That was off, yeah. Lee, why did you still go back to Colchester? Because uh, <laughs> I booked a hotel and it was non-refundable. So in order uh-huh. to, uh, to get my money, I, I decided to travel back. And also because then I could say maybe one last goodbye to the parents before I won't see them again for a very long time. That is fair. That is fair. I had to tell my parents that I, uh, I'm not coming back for Mother's Day or anything. And they were just like, yeah, okay. 
No, my mum didn't take it so well at first, but I think she's now come to the realisation of the situation that we're in, so it's probably best for me not to travel from, from London, you know, one of the worst hit places in the UK, to spread my potential viruses amongst the, you know, the, the Essex folk of Colchester. Yeah. How was your weekend, Woods? How are you getting on here? Because you, you're in a different situation than myself and Lee, right? Whilst Lee has to go to work, unfortunately, I can work from home, you also have a child. Yes, who currently is still at nursery, um... Now it's like fucking seven o'clock, mate. Half seven. Oh no, it left her there overnight. Uh, no, she's in bed right now. She's um, quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but obviously, that we're edging towards schools closing. I'm sure. I mean, we've got obviously a very close friend who spent the last two weeks whinging about how he wants the schools to close. I, I read that he's, he's he had a child cough in his face today. Uh, and I, I judging by the... Uh, this child uh, was sent home as well, by the way. This child, oh God. <laughs> like, I can kind of appreciate where he's coming from, but I kind of feel he doesn't hear the other side of the argument that much. Um, ultimately, um, his pay comes from taxpayers' money, and taxpayers can't fucking work if their kids are here. So it's a vicious cycle where basically he needs us to work, otherwise he doesn't get, a, like, doesn't get paid. That's way off where I wanted to go with this um, working from home sucks, burying man. Jamie I say poor old Jamie here you know. well, well we'll soon find out if he listens won't we that is fair <laughs> um, yeah it sucks man it's boring it's really yeah. fucking boring I've got a fantasy team right second in the league primed for a takeover which I cannot take advantage of anymore Man United were just getting into form yeah doing very well Pogba was about to return yeah Bruno Fernandes player of the month and uh, that's going to go out the fucking window, isn't it? I dread, I dread, right, for Luke Shaw when he comes back, right? The <laughs> finest form he's had for years. And now he gets to spend a couple of weeks in the I'm doing nothing because training's cancelled, mate. Jesus Christ. It's a bit concerning. Delivery, I mean, mate, is going to be busy for him. I tell you that right now. It's, I mean, it's a nightmare for a lot of clubs, actually, because coming back, it's all well and good going, oh, well, football, once we kind of get through this, we'll be able to start playing again. But the risk of injury is so high. These players will be so out of... Uh, match fitness as well like the football will be turgid effectively they'll need another pre-season by the time we get back I hadn't even considered that to be fair yeah they're, they're so finely tuned that you know yeah as Wood says if they're, if they're not in they're not into match fitness and then they're asked to literally go straight back into games they, they, the way you have to look at it is they need almost like a pre-season before they could mm. even start the yeah. season again for me personally whilst we're just on that I'm struggling to envisage when this season is going to get complete. The more we hear, the more the news that comes out that you know this could be going on for several months. Why is it? When's going to be the opposite? Well, Euro twenty twenty one has been postponed now until the the year after twenty twenty right? to twenty twenty one. That's, that's correct. That's yeah, that's been yeah. shifted. Yeah. Um, but we're in a really weird position where we need to get things done. So your way for today have confirmed. All clubs must finish their season by the 30th of June. That was expected (laughs) because the 1st of July, they have to basically draw the first qualifying rounds for the Champions League. So it needs to all be sorted by the 30th of June. Can any of you two see in any way, shape or form how that's possible? If we can start playing football at the start of May. That's the only way. Which, um, which I don't think I don't it's think not going to happen, mate. No, the players will die doing that as well. They, they will crumble having to then ram that many games in that period of time. 
And also, though, it's not just yeah. that, as Wayne Rooney touched upon, I think he's got a, like a, a newspaper column and he, he come yeah, he out. He does, yeah. I didn't know he could write. It was quite good. <laughs> he, but he, he, made, he made a very good point, though, that they have literally been treated like, like shit, basically, because they've been expected to, to play uh, and continue whilst, obviously, there is, you know, a shutdown going on in the rest of the country. And it took, uh, you know, a... A case in Mikel Arteta for uh, for basically for the Premier League to finally it's, come out and it's say fair. The rest of Europe is already closing at that point, but I I I have the smallest fucking violin in the world for him. Just go ask Jamie, all right? Jamie's still basically dealing this with this with kids that are coughing in his face. All right, Wayne. So you know, let's not cry too much about it. But you're right. It did take. Arteta to get ill and then obviously Callum um, also was ill and obviously there was the concern at Leicester and basically it seemed within 24 hours we had five clubs that had concerns and then it still it still took time for the Premier League to kind of go oh I think we'll probably kind of not have those games then and then I think the the, the wave across Europe came didn't it Syria had shut down uh, the French football had shut down I think La Liga had shut down for two weeks at that point and funny enough actually the Premier League weren't even the last ones to shut down because the Bundesliga was still going to play football at the weekend. And it was only, I think I saw Thiago of Bayern Munich came out and it was like, what the hell are we doing? Like, uh, and finally they took the step to, to shut it down. And obviously we're now in a, a full shutdown. Sports everywhere completely gone. Um, Mate, the last game of football that I've watched with a crowd was Rangers-Leverkusen. Wow. It was um, Rangers-Leverkusen that actually got played. Yeah, and yeah. It was that, that was the Europa League. On the, on, the other, on the other channel, you had Wolves playing to an empty stadium. It was just like, you were sitting there and you're like, oh, what Of course, because United played empty stadium as well, didn't oh, they? Oh, mate, they that was so... Them, whoever, I mean, yeah. look, the, the result was, was, was tidy. Yeah, but And your was, boy, Agarlo. Oh, mate. Got to be a shout-out for the goal. Of course, mate. He's my good winner goal. of the week. Very Even good in goal. these times. Fucking Agarlo, mate. You, you said he swung, no, swung a leg at that, mate. I was winding you up at that point, you know. It was a good goal. Very good goal. But, but yeah... It's all sport, man. It's all sport. There's nothing. No, the I UFC mean, had some events. Uh, we uh, had an event with uh, kind of a closed um, arena, so there's no one in the crowd there as well. I think UFC, to be honest, I had no issue with that at all. No. So that, that I was going to be going on Saturday to the one in London, and obviously yeah. that's gone. Uh, but that completely correct. Okay, completely correct. But like, if you're going to have, a, there are so many sports that need crowd participation to, to create. And if you could just sit Joe Rogan ringside, you could still watch a UFC event. I think I think so completely. Um, I don't know of another one other than motor racing. Snooker. Yeah, and obviously they've got their own issues because the paddock size is so tight. Exactly, that exactly. One person gets ill, they all get ill. Um, so they're pretty yeah, snooker. Spread. Snook, snooker's a good snooker. one. I mean, that's more of a pastime, a hobby. Sport. <laughs> I say it's, it's, it's kind of a it's a sport snooker darts it's not, it's and not that, darts. Like, it's, it's like it's basically a skill it's not really anything else is it you know? so I, I guess you can let's let's kind of go through I mean there's there's three options that have been put out there with how we're going to finish the season um, option one is we start playing again isn't it right um, now obviously as it stands right now um, people above 70 or high risk people should be say have been told to, to self-quarantine or self-isolate uh, for for 12 weeks, that's three months. That takes us up to what, mid-June, is it? Yeah. So already that's not happening. Um, they'd have to kick off football by the start of May, as I said. Now, there's an idea that, well, maybe we play the games behind closed doors. For me, that doesn't reduce the risk of people going to the stadium sufficiently. 
If you put a football match on, there are going to be people around that football stadium. Well, you only had to see the PSG game. Exactly. Um, where straight after the game, was it? Um, who was the fullback that went outside? Kazawa? Yeah. Yeah. Just after the game, he just ran outside with the fans. And it's like, what are you doing, man? Like, people will still huddle around. I mean, it, any we, the, the key here is we can't give people an excuse. Exactly. Exactly. Which is, you know, not to get too off topic, but obviously Boris going, uh, could you please keep away from pubs? Um, that's not really going to work with a lot of people. Namely, his father, apparently. Yeah, people are still going to go to pubs as long as the pubs are open. It, 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 the reason he's obviously said it like this, and again, I don't want to get stuck in politics, is because of the insurance, right? Yeah. I think if he closes it, the, basically insurance will start paying out. I think he's got too many mates. That are, I, don't, I think they come out in the news today, that's not actually the case. Is that not it? It's, there's, there's not many insurance policies that have that clause where, you know, that will allow them to claim in that in scenario in terms is that, of... Is that true? If there's a forced closure. I mean, you're yeah. the insurance guy here, Lee. We're, we're, we're well, basically yeah. putting you on the spot here. Is this that what true? They, this is what they said on the news today. Okay. BBC News? Yeah, it was the BBC was it, was News. Was it Laura by any chance? Did she, <laughs> was she basically saying this? Uh, I don't think it was her at the time. Okay, though. fair enough. Um, you you any, got something against Laura Kunzberg? Uh, the fact that she basically is the PR team for Team Johnson. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> true. <laughs> but, okay, so start of May is like basically the cutoff. We don't start playing football by the start of May. We're not going to be able to get through these fixtures. Um, they'll probably have to pie off the FA Cup um, because you're going to have too many league fixtures to get through. Um, so being realistic, I just cannot see it happening to be completed by the end of June. I don't know how you guys feel about it. One million percent agree. Absolutely not. This thing is only going to get worse before it gets better. Correct. It's not, it's not, it's not yeah, happening. We're not even at the peak yet. Do you know what I mean? It's not happening. And the fact is, there's still people out there who are morons. There's a line, I've said it thousands of times, I think, over the last couple of weeks. There's a line in Men in Black. Remember the film with Tommy Lee Jones and, and Will Smith? Yep. Yeah? Would you remember that film? Yep. The, the, with the Neuralizer, or whatever it's called, yep. yeah? Yep. Right. There's a line that Tommy Lee Jones says there, where Will Smith asks him, like, you know... You know, why don't you tell her that you know they they can handle it or something like that about the aliens and stuff like that? And Tommy Lee Jones says, "Yeah, the person is smart on their own. People are dumb, panicky animals. Yeah, and it's true. People as a collective are fucking stupid. You only have to see the people that are in fucking Spain at the moment, the English guys oh who are just God. sitting there, just like, what are you doing? And they're just sitting there drinking around. Yeah, fucking come on, have it, have it. You know, I have some of that virus. You know, and the just, issue they is, they don't give a fuck. It's 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 not even just yobos. I've got intelligent friends at work that were planning to go to Spain on holiday while this was going on. And I was like, what are you talking about? Why are you going to Spain? This is stupid. Uh, he, he had an, my, my friend and had another intelligent friend that was going to go skiing this week, right? Um, and I'm like, this is so stupid. Why are they going? They flew Saturday, got sent back Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Calm you know what I mean? Like, it's not just idiots abroad. It's just stupid. It's even smart people because people just aren't taking this seriously at this point. And this is the dude, and this is the difference, right? Now, you see what's happened. So a good friend of mine, my ex-girlfriend, in fact, Vanessa, yeah? Mm. That's right. She lived through SARS, yeah? Right. Because she's, she's from Hong Kong. She is like a fucking military general in this the whole thing. And she, that's very much indicative of how everyone in those kind of areas, you know, China, Japan, Hong Kong, that's how they're all dealing with it because they know what to do. It's, no, it's not a case of the government forcing them to do things. They are voluntarily doing this shit and they're regimented themselves. 
and it's yeah. and it's as a result things are working there you know here oh fucking someone gonna tell me what to do no essentially well, is, that's what it's boiled down to isn't but it, it is has, like that slip up a lip british yeah I mean, I have to hold my hands up and kind of be, I'm saying I am one of those guys, you know, I very much this weekend, you know, I went back to Colchester, not only did I travel on the train, I went out for dinner twice, and I did park run in the morning. And you know my reaction to all of this. Exactly, your reaction at the time, I'm like, you know, I'm in a big open space, I don't feel dangerous but then since the uh the, the government have obviously come out and they've moved into the next phase i don't know you, you then start to take it a little bit more seriously you start to look about it you know in a different in a different way and you realize oh yeah maybe my actions or maybe i could just being completely risk-free and just not bother going you know i didn't really need to go i just kind of wanted to go because you know i wanted to because that's what i do the best advice I, I heard was a guy that was saying the best way to deal with something like this is to think you already have it Fair. Change your mindset, not to a case of what do I, what can I do to prevent getting it, but I've already got it. How do I stop this from going to other people? Changing your mindset into yeah, that way that. will that that is a huge thing and that will help a lot of people. But people don't take it seriously, they and don't. in this situation, I would rather be the overreactor, you know, than the guy that was too late. Yeah, absolutely. And well, again, you know, it's not. And again, it's not. And we've talked about this at length, you know, privately. It's not a case of oh, if I get coronavirus, because what the fuck's it going to do to me? You know, oh, great, I spent a couple of weeks in bed or whatever. It's who I can pass that to. You know, mm. it's, it's the people that you know aren't don't have the healthy young body that I have. Okay? <laughs> There's a joke for you. Um, but yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's oh, people. Are, anyway, what's the other options? Would we'll talk to me so, through the so other options. the other options? Obviously, that I've heard ideas about trying to. Uh, if you don't have obviously the full time to complete the fixture list, how many fixtures do you need to complete? Right, that's that's the question to have here. All of them. So, <laughs> the, the, uh, there is a very solid argument that you need to play a thirty-eight game season. It's the only argument, Woods. It's to, the only logical one to really kind of call it a season, right? Because relegation, European places, it, there's so much money involved in all of this that someone's going to basically have their their fingers burnt by someone making a decision that we're going to still play some of these fixes, right? Um, so the, 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 the couple of ideas that I've heard, one is that we take the point now, right? We're done. There'll be no more football played in the league. We take these as the final positions. Now, there are teams that have played a game less. I think, uh, namely, one of the teams is in the relegation zone. I think it's Villa. It's Villa, uh, yeah. It's Villa who have played a game less. If they win their game in hand, they obviously come out of the relegation zone. And equally, Sheffield United have a game in hand, I think, over Manchester United, which if they win that, they finish fifth. And we'll get to that fifth spot because that, that's quite crucial, pending, obviously, what's going to happen with uh, Manchester City. Um, that would, at this moment, obviously... Liverpool would be champions now. Do they get given the trophy? I'm hearing yes, and I'm going to I'm going to put my argument as to why I say yes. It's nothing to do with the point difference or none of this. It's the fact if you think Liverpool fans are going to be unbearable when they win the league, try taking this trophy out of their fucking hands because honestly, you will never hear the end of it. Great, that's ideal. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect day for me. I I. I <laughs> I, I can I, sit there. Yeah. Oh, hmm, haven't actually got the trophy, have you? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, if you, if you I, I'd league, have to get you, off Twitter. You'd, you'd, you'd be champions. Don't get me wrong. There, there is some. Come beauty, on, man. There is some beauty to it. There is some beauty to it. The fact that they got this close before, and I'm, small, I'm, I'm trying to demonstrate via camera on a on a podcast. Uh, they got very close before, and then Gerard slipped, and it, <laughs> it it slipped away. And we had that moment, and it was the best moment in Premier League history. And then, kind of like they basically 
finally getting over that. They're going to get their trophy. And then a pandemic takes it out of their hands. It's almost like God went, if you think that's bad about the jar slip, wait till you see this. The encore is incredible. And there's no doubt about it at this point. God must be a Manchester United fan. It just has to be. The way that he's just trolling Liverpool with this. Um, but you cannot, uh, I repeat, you cannot do this. It's, it's, it's mad. So I, I don't... You're, 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 you're saying that, because of the way the fixture list is, not all games are equal. Yes, correct. And you need to have an equal... You know what I mean? That's it's what, really why tough. Do think, why do you think the transfer window was abolished before and, and made before the first game of the season? It was so... It was fair. Yeah. You know, I don't like it because it's shit because no one has time to do anything, but it's fair that way. And for, like it or lump it, if Liverpool get up, get awarded the trophy, and I'm putting that in fucking inverted commas, right... There will always be an asterisk next to this one. Oh, yeah, there'll definitely be an and asterisk. They would have won it after 29. Maybe that's enough. I'll take it, given the way, you know, the way things were panning out. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly a lot of clubs that are scrambling to have the table as is. Um, you can't opposite. do it, though. You just can't. I, I just if can't. You, if, no. you, if you award the champions the trophy, then you have to relegate the teams that were there when they were the champions. And that's just not... Fair. It's not fair. It's not um, fair. And what, think about promotion from the other leagues as well. Yeah. European well, qualification across Europe. It's you can't do it. You can't so, do it. It would force them to have to reset everything. So the bigger issue here, right? So I say if you freeze it as is and keep these positions as is, and I understand your point, you'd have to then promote the two teams from below, right? Because you're freezing that league as well, and you're freezing all the leagues below. Um, now, those two teams are, I think, quite clear at the moment, actually, for what it's worth. Um, that makes this a little bit easier. But you are obviously taking away one place. But you cannot, as you say, relegate any of the teams because that is completely unfair on any of the teams because at this moment in time, they've all got a mathematical uh, ability to be able to drag themselves out of that. Uh, so you play the season with 22 games next season. Uh, and that brings its own issues, obviously. Um, it also brings its own issues with the fact that they have to try getting back to 20 teams. And how do you do that? You can't go, well, we'll go down to 21 and then 20. I'm not saying you can't, but I don't think you would, right? The Premier League did used to be bigger anyway. They've, they've had more teams than, uh, before. Was it 2014 league they used to have? Yeah, 24 in the first two seasons, I think. Yeah. So how did they relegate them then? I don't remember. I, I'd need to go back. I, they must have sent down four and promoted three or something like that, right? I'd have enjoyed it being lucky dip. That would have been quite fun. (laughs) So, I I, I think... Sorry, Burnley. Time's up. (laughs) So, I think I'm gauging from your opinion, Mikey, that you're dead against, obviously, this. And I don't know, Lee, are you kind of the same, that taking the positions right now, no good? Uh, Yeah. um, I, I, I think... In my head, I mean, it's easier to because I think they're considering it for La Liga is the fact that you can just literally cut the league at the halfway stage in terms of once everyone had played everyone once and then take it from there. But that's not so, the, so the, the winter break, away. basically. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I've heard this. They take it back to the winter break, which basically is the halfway point of the season. Yeah, uh, that's not fair either. Now, the difficulty there is some teams would have definitely played, yeah, like you say, Mikey, some teams would have played away and home, right? That, against the, So someone's played against all the tough teams away, they played all the shit teams at home and kind of like all vice versa. It doesn't quite balance out. But at least everyone has played everyone once. It's complete nonsense. Um, 
I still think you in that position can't relegate teams. Um, I still think they're going to have. It's going to be a nightmare sending teams down. Whatever no, way somewhere you're somewhere across yeah. Europe, there'll be a team that had their star striker out for you know the first fucking half of the season, comes back in January and he's banging them in, and now they're mid-table. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's not fair. No, no, I, I, I can get that because uh, how can you kind of say, so uh, midpoint 19, so that's 10 games ago now um, for most teams. Uh, so obviously a lot's changed in those last 10 games. Um, so I, I, I kind of understand where you're coming point, but I've, I've heard that European leagues are legitimately looking at that as this is what we will do. Uh, the, the, the problem is, is there's no damn contingency in place. It's not like anyone's ever thought about this being a situation. It's not like going with a... I've heard people saying, well, what if we get a computer to run the, the, the basically the predictions for the remaining fixtures uh, or something like this? Or trying to come up with a... Was it a uh, is it Duckworth metric? What's the, gu- the cricket term, Lee? Help Duckworth, me with Duckworth Lewis. The Duckworth Lewis kind of and try figuring out some sorts of strength of schedule and all of this to try and uh, figure it out. But all of that's bullshit. It just doesn't work. So that gets you back to the point, which is you just void the lot. The season wasn't completed. It's the only thing. And then you just basically take it all back and you start 2020-2021 afresh as is. Now, there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to be irked by this, namely... Liverpool um, and also the two teams below if they don't get to be promoted because that's a huge financial hit they take Um, but at the same time uh, I know that there's a lot of teams that will be quite happy with it namely those that are facing relegation um, and namely Arsenal potentially as well because in that scenario pending Manchester City's ban from Europe which is going to be really difficult to get through Cass and Cass are going to have to look at that seriously and work out what they're going to do. Are they going to freeze it, which is a load of bullshit, um, or are they going to uphold it and basically say, you're going to take the ban, we're going to still view this, and it might be a case that we will reduce it to one season out of it. So if you void the season and go back, that would put, I believe, Arsenal, who were fifth, into the Champions League. Um, So I'll put it to you now, Mikey, because if we go back to the other options, it's Manchester United that are going into the Champions League. It doesn't matter. I just, I, I, that's something that that's, we can endlessly speculate all day. Just the thing is, I think it's, it's so far-fetched and I think what's going to happen is I think it is going to be the, the last option you mentioned in terms of the, the voiding of the league because it's, this is going to go on and on for time and time. Essentially, what we, got, we could potentially do is learn from the other countries who are already ahead of us in terms of their pandemic stage. Um, but I feel like what's going to... I mean, I'm no scientist... But what, what I feel is going to happen is that is this, this is going to continue for, for months and months until basically there's vaccinations. Until then, you'll never get completely rid of it. So it's always going to be amongst us. And yeah, sure, we can confine and do what we're doing now, uh, self-isolate. But at some point, that's, if we break away from that curfew and stop doing that, then all you're going to do is encourage it to peak again or to rise again. It's fine, mate, because Trump's going to charge people for it. So <laughs> don't worry about it. You know, he's going <laughs> to... Yeah, you'd become a millionaire for nothing. I generally, I generally feel like so much time is going to lapse that it will get to the point where it'll be like the season's so long ago that then the void will be probably the most feasible option on the table. I, I think and the one that will be accepted mostly. I think we're going to, to be honest with you, I think this season is least of our worries. I worry about the start of next season. I, I don't think there will be because, dude, you got they got to start. You pre-season. think it's going to linger that long? You got to start pre-season in June. Yeah, and it won't. This is going. The, 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 what is happening is going to be. 
Like, I don't want to be like, you know, dramatic, but, you know, it, I feel like, the, you know, the, afterwards the world's going to be a different place and we'll have to adapt and change our ways. Not in terms of just the season, football and sport will become irrelevant and it'll be phased in when it's ready to. And that's, I think, only after vaccinations. Can you, can you picture the day when they announce when sport is back? <laughs> Do, could, that first kickoff, boys, will be the finest thing It'd be like going from black and white to colour. Just, ah, oh, What we've gone through for the last few days, and you know, in terms of, you know, no sport. And to be honest, that was kind of my initial reaction when the, all this was happening. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, there's no football. And then there's no, you know, all the rest of the sports went. That was kind of my disappointment in life. Um, but it, at the same time, it, it is my life. I fucking love sport. And if it's not there, then I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm probably going to go mental. But as you say, when it does come back, finally, it'll be like the greatest feeling ever. But unfortunately, I feel like we're going to... In terms of that respect, we're going to go from some dark times and some dry patches with a uh, lack of sport in our lives. I think so. Um, as a kind of a final note here, what, what do you what do you want to see happen? Do you want to see them void it? If they can't play the games, there's simply no fair way of finishing the season. That's um, my argument as well. And you just and it's start not, again. I, and to, you to just be start clear, again. It's not because Liverpool are winning it. No, no, right. I, it's just it would be whoever's winning it. it doesn't I, I, I couldn't care less who was winning, and this is why I was putting. I think to, I don't know if it was to you guys, but if Man City were winning the league at Canter, no one would give a fuck if they voided the season. No, if, they wouldn't probably. If United were winning the title by a Canter at this point, Liverpool fans wouldn't give a fuck if the season was voided. It's a case that people. It, the problem is, is this way is that this idea Sky keep talking to ex Liverpool players about what watch they do and they 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 have completely lost track with reality as to what the fuck is going on outside where they're like no they'll have to play they have to play they have to play they have to play people are literally dying right i don't know if people are seeing the numbers the numbers are just ticking up the number of cases ticking up and they're too busy worrying about the fact that liverpool won't get to lift the premier league title well guess what the good news is that eventually we'll get on top of this and we will be safe to play football again, and Liverpool will be allowed to go and go again and try and win it legitimately, as opposed to being gifted the title. <laughs> and I, it is, I, I know it's hard to say that about a team that had 22 points clear. It, it, it will rub people up the wrong way. I'm seeing Liverpool fans saying, if they do that, I won't ever watch football again. Bullshit. The second a football is kicked again, at the start of next season, you'll all be back. You'll all be back. Klopp can talk about how you're the moral victors and you'll enjoy that. Um, you, you may well still have a parade at some point. With no a plat- <laughs> Once everyone's allowed to come outside again. It's, 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 an, it's almost like pain. a wartime situation. This is it. We, we are in uh, situations uh, in lockdown and everything, which is just like we're in, in a war right now. Now, if, if, if there was a war, if, if we were basically having, facing an invasion, there's no way that people were giving a shit about what was going on in the football. It'd be like, holy shit, we are in trouble here. Do you guys know anyone with coronavirus? No. Hopefully not. Touch yeah. I had one girl at work who, her and her boyfriend, because we're working from home, she's, both of them have the same, but they have the same coronavirus symptoms. Mm. I don't know anyone She seems fine for what, for what it's worth. But, um, well, look. look I, just to, just to quick, a, a final point, you know, I can generally obviously understand the angle you're coming at there. I, from, you know, you have to kind of maybe put your shoes in uh, as a Liverpool fan. They are going to be absolutely gutted and feeling the pain. However, they are, we are in this early stage still of, you know, what is obviously a massive pandemic. This is what I'm, this is kind of the point I was making earlier. As time goes on and the months go by, and I do think that's going to be the mm-hmm. case, then 
I think that they they will you know it will slowly sink in and they will understand a lot more. Um, you know, sure they they're will. basically going to miss out on, on one of their, you know, the, the feeling that they've been wanting for 30 years. We all love football, but I think there are more important things right now, right? There That's are. the issue. And this is the thing. So on that note, um, this is probably going to be the last show we do for a little while. We might do a, like a special here and there, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, the well, odd kind of just... Stuff to talk about, right? There's always going to be something to talk about, but like, it's not going to be a weekly thing for sure, just because there ain't nothing to talk about. I don't think you want to hear us three bang on about fucking the coronavirus for an hour every week. Um, so yeah, obviously any suggestions you have of things that we can talk about, um, let us know. We'll be tweeting the schedule when we agree it. Um, but as of right now, obviously, there's lots of things that we don't know. There's lots of things we'd like to find out. And obviously, when we know more, we will contact our fine, fine listeners and uh, be back on the airwaves. But for now, um, do you guys have anything else to say? Um, not a lot. Uh, I, I'm just fascinated to see how this all plays out at this point. I think, I think what's important is that the Premier League explain what they're going to do now. I don't think it's right to let it linger. I think they can still give, if we kick off at this date, we'll finish the season. If we do not, the season is cancelled and void. I think they need to make that abundantly clear. Uh, And they they also have to put that in the government's hand to make the decision if we're good to go and have these events again. This is not a decision that should be made by the Premier League. I have to say that, you know what you really reminded me of there when you said that speech? Go on. You know, at the end of a Jerry Springer show, when he kind of stands there and looks into the camera and he's all a bit solemn and he's all a bit like, and he gives his kind of overall message for the day, you know, heartfelt. I enjoyed that. Word. That was very nice. Lee, do you have anything maybe from the Ricky Lake variety? Um, no, maybe we more Jeremy Kyle. Um, no, uh, I, don't, I don't know, mate. I generally feel like, you know, football and all sport and just all that it's all going to come like you know like a, a side piece it, you know it'll, be, it'll all be become almost a little bit irrelevant as time goes on I think I know that sounds a bit you know dour but um, like all this chat you know the, the fixtures got to be played by this date shut up it's not going to happen it's literally not going to happen you know putting like dates are you know at the moment it's the 4th of April when we're, we're going to be returning no they're not it's not happening fuck off no. This is it. People need to get off that note. I, 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 I do feel for the authorities in all sort of areas in terms of, you know, whether it be the government down, you know, to the Premier League, etc. Because they're, they're, they're basically in a situation where they're dealing with something that we don't know about. Yeah. And so asking for, you know, things like clarification, it's difficult because they're, they're almost quite... Well, they're, you just don't you don't know how it's going to play out, you know. Mate, everything is being it's affected, all... right? Just as, a, just as a quick example, right? Because we're talking about the just this is my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about the Premier League and the effect it's having on kind of who's winning a trophy, who's getting into Europe, and stuff like that. The smaller businesses and the smaller clubs. I think it was Barnet have basically sacked all of their non-playing staff. I think it was Barnet. Um, but then, yeah, like course, yeah. every aspect of life, right? Like so, the amount of obviously hospitality places. Which I mean, I read a story yesterday of a guy who runs a restaurant and they've just been nominated for a Michelin star in the centre of London, doing really fucking well. And yeah, literally closed down today. Like, and it's just like, all right, cool. Thanks, you know? And it's these sort of things. Like, you know, obviously my, one of my other loves is pro wrestling. Yeah. WrestleMania is basically, obviously that was meant to be in Tampa. That's now off the cards. And, but the thing is, yeah, the WWE and a big, huge corporation can swallow that cost. No issue because they're cash rich. 
there's about, I would say, well, I don't know, dozens of independent wrestling shows that pop up every year in the city that WrestleMania are at, and that's where they make all of their money. They're all going to go out of business. And this is true for every single form of entertainment you can imagine. Most likely, the big forms of entertainment will swallow it. Most likely. Most likely. Most likely. But, but they are few and far between. Few and far between. You know, not everyone is a giant Man United or what have you. But it's the smaller guys that are going to really feel the pinch here. And that's that's the worry I have. Can usually, that's where a lot of the heart and soul comes from in these industries. And we're going to lose a little bit of that, I think. Yeah, it's horrible, man. Seeing all these redundancies coming in because companies can't stay afloat. Sucks. It's horrible. Yeah. And on that note... Uh, do we have a winner or loser of the week? Uh, I, I, I've got I've got uh, a winner. Yeah, um, I've got a winner. That is the New York Football Jets, uh, who now get to enjoy sitting atop of the AFC East, seeing as now Tom Brady's vacated uh, and on his way to pass his new. And the losers are the New England Patriots, who can now go suck a fat one, uh, enjoy mediocrity back to where you were. Good, Willie. No, I have no winners, mate. Uh, mine's a Galo. So, on that note, we keep in touch with Woods. He'll be on the Twitter machine. You ain't going to stop tweeting, are you? Um, I'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll still tweet now and then. I, it's, you just have to tweet about the coronavirus, man. I, I'm, just, I'm just bored of it, mate. Like, football Twitter is just a trash place right now. It's, it's just, oh, yes. just yes. people just tweeting pictures of uh, footballers they like. And going, that's the tweet. And I'm like, no. No, man, that's what you need to get involved in, man. Maybe, Become maybe one of those. Is. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I'm just going to start maybe just poking the bear a bit and just talking about how great Paul Scholes is and how Gerard couldn't even lace his boots. That, that'll probably light a fire. You know, retweet, for, retweet for Scholes, like for Gerard. Stuff like that. Stuff like, yeah. The easy, yeah. The easy things, right? Give them easy clicks. I have bro. seen something. I don't know if you picked up the Leighton Orient. Um, of obviously, oh, it's brilliant. Yes, maybe maybe with... they should be a winner. Actually, they, they probably yeah. should. Uh, I know they've had a bit of a hard time from a couple of clubs because of who their sponsors are. Um, it's, it's inadvertent. They, they're they're a lower league team that need money, so they're sponsored by I think Dream Team. The club is that's their shirt sponsor. Obviously, they're associated to the Sun, and uh, I think some of the Merseyside teams that were going to be partaking have now pulled out, which is understandable as well. Uh, they've actually removed. Dream Team from the kind of the the sheets of the teams that are playing, but it's understandable why um, Everton and Tranmere pulled out. By all accounts, actually, the geese that was going to play for Everton is a bit of a baller on it. Like they may well have won the whole damn thing. Um, well, we might but, won some silverware. Yes, yeah, well, that was silverware. what they were trying to taunt Spurs fans yeah. with. Just so you don't know, Leighton Orient are basically organising what 264. It's, it's a lot of teams. Is it? Draws it started tonight. off at 64, is it? Oh, no, no, it's, yeah. no, it's 128, right? 128, yeah. yeah. So 100... the draw is actually in about a minute's time. Um, Amazing. So, and it's going to be a FIFA tournament uh, where each club has got a representative to represent them. Um, not all the big clubs in, but that makes it more interesting. You've got a lot of clubs from across Europe partaking. I don't know where it's going to be shown. All, I have no all, idea. All these about teams are going to be shit, though, on, on FIFA, the, the actual game I, themselves. See, you know, I don't doesn't matter know who the player works, is, mate. they're going to have like, you know, two star rated players. But that's the I, thing, man. That's, that's where the intrigue comes from. It's not now fucking, you know, World 11 versus whoever. It's going to be FC Micheland versus Carlisle. You know, that's that's the kind of content I live for, bro. Um, I can't watch it in real life, but on FIFA, I'll take it. Um, yeah, I suppose a lot on that note, it's been 38 minutes and 30 seconds of us talking about nothing, basically. Um, well, other than one Speculation. Thing. Speculation. Yeah, and another, another interesting thread. Um, Burnley started one. Um, I'm going to retweet this because it's good. Um, because my club... 
my club, my beautiful football club. They basically started a goal chain. So what it is, Burnley tweeted a goal of uh, Jeff Hendricks won the goal against Bournemouth and then Bournemouth had to tweet a goal. So Bournemouth then tweeted a goal. I'm going to go through this quickly because um, I think it's worthwhile. Uh, Harry Wilson's goal against Man City for Bournemouth. So Bo- Man City tweeted a goal. Kevin De Bruyne is against Arsenal this season. Arsenal then tweeted a goal. Arsenal tweets um, Patrick Vieira's... Is it Patrick Vieira? It must be, yeah, against Spurs, obviously. Um, then Spurs have a goal from... Oh, Naeem! Spurs legend Naeem, um, I think he's the one that scored from the halfway line against Arsenal in the European final, uh, against Liverpool. Um, Liverpool then tweeted the goal of Mo Salah scoring against Chelsea. Uh, so Chelsea just turned right back and <laughs> aimed the whole damn game and just tweeted the goal of Denver Bar scoring against Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> And basically, because the whole point is obviously they should be... Ret- uh, I love my club. And needless to say, of all the goals that have got the most likes, it's Denver Bar by a country fucking mile. <laughs> Excellent. I got a feel-good story. Good old party poop is there. Love it. Right, yes. on that note, follow Woods on Twitter. We don't know when we'll be back, but we'll keep you posted. Thank you. Good night. Stay safe. Stay safe. Podcast Network.